Welcome back to Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the best from the world of CrossFit. Podcasts, news, special interest, health, fitness. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button. Hit the notifier so you're the first to know when we have new episodes. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Clydesdale Media Podcast. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I'm the Clydesdale. She is Jamie Latimer. But before we get to her, real quick shout out to my sponsor, Extend and C4 Energy and Cellucore. 20% off if you use the code Clydesdale. I am addicted to the hydration sticks. When you work out hard and you are dehydrated, these are amazing. I've tried the other ones. Um, because Extend didn't have these until like a month ago. Uh, lemon, lime, strawberry, banana, and raspberry lemonade. They're not too salty. They're not too sweet. They're just right. So go check these out. And whey protein with the Extend. They have chocolate lava cake and vanilla ice cream. Um, Cellucor, BCAAs, all of that stuff. Uh, I use it all. It's amazing. Can't wait to get to my guest, but go to ex- officialextend.com or sellucore.com. Use the code Clydesdale, get at least 20% off. And now to my special guest and the star of the hour, Jamie Latimer. Jamie, how's it going? It's going good. I'm super honored to be on again. That was awesome of you to reach out again. Um, yeah, I'm excited to be here with you. Well, we're friends now. We hang out in yep. chat rooms together. And so like this has become a friend thing. I was so stoked to see how well you did at Legends last weekend. And we want to get to that right off the bat. So first and foremost, uh, you took second, podiumed. Mm-hmm. Um, was that a surprise? Yeah, it was. Um so I felt like with the qualifier and I mean, I will say, I don't feel like, think I'm as great as at online qualifiers, but like, I think I was seven, six or seventh going in, into the, into the legends, um, off of the qualifier. And I knew that, um, there's people that get invited and people that won events that, get their spot that way rather than doing the qualifier. So I feel like this year, so I was, I think I was ninth last year. Um, and I wanted to be better than that. I think I had gone into this weekend saying I would like to be top six, um, for, with like the people at home, like my husband and Ronica and, um, my co-owner of the gym. So I think my goal was top six. Um, and that was all like, obviously like the week before. So before I'd even seen any workouts, um, I had a goal of top six and then I saw, and, and I always tell everyone it's going to be completely program dependent. Cause that's just how things are with me. Like if it's heavy, if it's, if there's one reps, I probably will do worse. Um, so then when I saw the programming, I was, there wasn't anything, I shouldn't say there was any, anything, but there wasn't like th- a workout that I was like, I can win that one. Um, last year I, I did win an event, the handstand push up torque tank last year. Um, and I, um, that when I saw the program this year, I was like, Oh man, literally everything I'm great at is paired with something I'm not good at. And so 
and then you know I get in my own head and I was talking to Ronica and she's like this is like purely just go and have fun and see and really test yourself like it's good that they're paired together and you can really see where your fitness is at um you've been working hard all year you need you need to go live and see where your fitness is at and um after day one I think I was fourth and fourth or whatever and I was like okay well that's good I didn't you know and then so I just was running with it um day three I or so the final day on Sunday I was terrified that I was going to implode like couldn't stay calm all day I also when I went to bed thought that I was going at 11 o'clock um so I got there like which would have been before Jim um and Jim is my if you guys have listened is my 65 year old athlete and they were the setup of the comp was 50 and over was in the morning and on 49 under was in the afternoon. So I was always able to sleep in, he would go work out. Um, and then I would come in the afternoon, but so I was, thought I was at 11. I got there like nine 30, um, maybe not like nine 15. And then, and my husband's like seeing some of the girls like walk out and he was like, man, you better, like, we better recheck this. I don't know why I didn't check it the morning before we left the hotel. Don't ask me. Um, and sure enough, I went at like, I don't know, three, uh, four, like four thirty, And I was, so I sat there from nine thirty to four thirty in my nerves and just stressed to the max, um, watching people go and I'd watch people go. And so front heavy front squats are what's not great for me. Um, I'm just a slow squatter in general. And I'd watch heats go and Aaron would be like, Oh, like that could be like you. And I'm like, she's squatting so fast. I can't do that. <laughs> um, so I just, I just like basically told myself if you can finish the front squat bar muscle up workout, cause that was a four minute cap. Then I think you, you've done enough to not implode and hold your third place finish. Um, cause I had a pretty big buffer, but like Whoa. literally in my head, I was like, what? Whoa. <laughs> if you finish, the front yeah. squat bar muscle up workout. Is that what you said? Mm -hmm. y you took fifth lady. I, I know. <laughs> I don't know. I, and maybe I'm like, maybe I'm slightly better at bar muscle ups than, than I give myself credit for, or maybe I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, and that's the thing. Like it's so hard for me because you don't, I I don't have people to work out with. I don't, even with, I follow training think tank and there's, I don't know, maybe like 10 of us on average that log our scores. I don't have a way to see where I'm at. And so I'm constantly in my own head, like you can't win this. You can't win this. Like, um, so I, I just don't know. And you know, you're watching the girls in the back, like warming up squatting and it's through like, little pistols and I'm like holy smokes I can't squat that fast so I don't know I I just moved steadily through I know I I seriously didn't think I could finish that workout and I was ahead of pace like I like had an idea of where I need to get on for the bar muscle ups each each time and I was ahead of pace and I was like okay like the the last one is just not, is just nine six yeah six so I was like you just get it done and you're good um I was shocked that I finished it. And that's where I was like, so I think they got me on camera, like teared up and stuff, but I was just like already like 
I think, I think I did this. Like, I think I got third. I no clue. I even had a shot of getting second. See, like seriously, no clue. <laughs> yeah. So let's break this down a little bit. So first of all, for our listeners, there were 35 people in your age group. Three, five. Can I finish? And fifth are completely opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> okay. It's true. Let's establish that. So you actually start off pretty good on the weekend with a fourth, a fourth, and a second. Yep. D does that give you confidence going into the weekend or are you still inside your head? Still inside my head. I was like, I like, you know, I knew the couple other girls, um, like mainly Colette, I had said like, she's going to just keep creeping up all weekend. Like, you know, um, so I just was like constantly thinking, you know, it, if enough girls do well and push me down, I'll just keep slipping down the leaderboard. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just constantly in my head. That's just how I work. <laughs> So Elise said, is that why you were crying? Tears of joy. I was praying you weren't hurt. Yeah. Yup. Tears of joy. I was like, so relieved that I didn't implode. I was like, you did it. You completed it. You're like, and you're going to be on a podium. You did. You had no idea that you could podium at this thing. I was so, so happy. And like, and I had been at a level 100 for six straight hours. So I think my nerves were like completely shot. Um, yeah, I was not hurt. I was just tears of joy. And Jody wanted to say, hopping on to hear Jamie's story. Congrats, sister. Thank you. There's a there's a ton of the, the normal crew in the chat, just so you know. Good. Throwing out stuff left and right. Uh, Bruce said she had a 100-point lead for third going into Sunday. A pretty big lead. I know, and I still thought I could blow it. <laughs> <laughs> so so let's let's talk about the weekend. What was, what was the workout you were afraid of the most going in? Um, probably I was, I was pretty afraid of the face off the clean, the clean burpee, even though I'm a pretty good barbell cycler when it's moderate weight and, um, and pretty good at burpees. I, I just, I knew how bad it was going to hurt. And that's one of those, th that's kind of what stressed me out about the whole weekend is there was like four workouts that were like six minutes or less. And like, when you get into that, like quick power output, I, that's one of the places where I'm like still unsure of my abilities. And, um, you know, literally two, three seconds could have separated 12 people. And so like, if I, I don't know if I get a no rep or if I, I don't know, like red line in the round of 21 on that um, and have to start like stepping my burpees. It's over. You're going to get 15th, 16th place and you're done. So like managing, managing how hard I went out in some of those. And it's hard to do because it's like three, four minutes. You're like, well, you have to go hundred percent, but you can't go hundred percent and fade off so much that you lose 10 spots because you lost two seconds, you know? So those workouts really stressed me out. So I was really nervous for the clean one. And then I would say I was, I would say I was probably next most nervous for the um, bar muscle up front squat, just, just because of front squats for me. 
So clean the CJ workout with the power cleans and the burpees. You took yep. third. Yeah. And then I think this is a testament to who you are as an athlete. You follow that up uh, with Gran Torino with a third, and it is a long 90 GHDs, 12 rope climbs, 150 wall balls. Third back-to-back in a sprint and a long workout. When you look, when you look back at something like that, that's got to feel pretty good. Like that you can, it's not about the time domain for you. It's just about heavy or not. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's something I'm learning a little bit um, that maybe, maybe I'm okay at the shorter stuff. Um, But normally I would, I was fairly confident going into the Gran Torino, the, the wall ball, the rope climb, GHD rope climb wall ball workout. Um, so I wasn't super stressed about that workout. Um, same with the Tota bar workout. Those were the two that I was like excited for, for the weekend. Again, they're on the longer side. Um, I, I always have felt like that is where I shine. Like, especially if it gets like over 18 minutes, um, I feel like I can outgrind most people. I I'm pretty good. And maybe that's why I'm like, guess I'm better than I thought or like decent at the short ones, like pretty good at going into a really dark place and just like going. Yeah. And unforgiven, which was your toe to bar workout, uh, 18 toes to bar, nine shouldered overhead, 54 double unders, five rounds. You took second. Yep. So you, you were confident in that one. What was the workout you learned the most about yourself on? Um, hmm, that's a really good question. I, I'd say I'm, I don't know if I learned, like, I don't know, that's tough because I'd say I learned a little bit about the machines and the first workout. Um, but that's sort of unfair because I am an endurance athlete. And I think partly that had an endurance aspect. So I knew I could hold on. I still was, was extremely nervous for that one just because clearly like your bigger power output athletes, you are going to do better on machines. Um, for me, that was a, that was a managing the length of the workout and being able to still hold it together on the ski. I noticed that's where a lot of people fell off was the ski erg. Um, and I was still like able to hold my paces there. So I felt like I was like all of my machine work has paid off a little bit. I learned a little bit there. Um, and then. Hmm. probably the bar muscle up front squat one um just learning to trust myself and just hold on and move through the squats um what's the one you had the most fun on um probably unforgiven the total bar one because maybe maybe grand Torino, but probably unfor- so I worked so hard the first day that like, I was like, I, I hate this. <laughs> I went back to the hotel. I was like, I hate, I hate CrossFit. I hate this. Like, I'm sick of having to go literally 110% into like blackout territory and everything hurting. And I was like, 
why can't there just be a workout that's like easy, easier for me that I, that I can confidently like coast through. Um, and I, and I do feel like I, um, paced unforgiven. Well, um, in my video, that one wasn't broadcast, but my husband videoed, um, and so it's on my YouTube channel. Uh, you can hear him in the background the whole time, just like, you got to run your bar. What are you doing? You got to move quicker. You got to move quicker. But I had told them exactly what my plan was going into that workout. Like I was going to walk to everything. I was going to stay calm and trust that like I could hold on to unbroken toes to bar, which I did three runs on three rounds unbroken, 13, five and 12, six for the last two rounds. So I've, if I just like trust that other people are going to be so tired that they went so hard that they're breaking up their toes to bar and you can keep your toes to bar together, I think you can pull off a good place. And that's what I did. So I, I enjoyed that one because I stuck to my plan and didn't have to hurt so bad. <laughs> so Bruce is saying you were so consistent the whole weekend. And he does agree with you. CrossFit does suck. <laughs> it it um, doesn't. I love it. It's just like, day in day out like you just don't want to hurt that bad two three workouts yeah. a day you know <laughs> so then elise is is copying my notes quite frankly uh she has a question up there that i actually have on my board so i'm going to wait to get to that okay so so you finish the weekend you're in second place it's a surprise because you just wanted to be top six and when I look, I have two questions about the leaderboard. Amy Morton. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. She was, she was impressive. Yeah. Like Tia impressive during this weekend. Yeah. So do you think that, that that is attainable? For me? Yeah. Hmm. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like, so I get, so looking back, I, it's a lit, like you're, you're kind of frustrated with yourself for not pushing harder in Unforgiven and like staying with her. I just didn't, I just didn't want to. <laughs> um, and so like, maybe that's like the workout where I needed to, but like I did beat, I think I beat her in one, one, it's like, she's beatable, right? Like she didn't get first in everything. And I personally was able to beat her. So like she's beatable. Um, she's definitely stronger than me, um, which is going to make things easier in certain workouts. Um, man, like both her and I, like after the wall walk one, cause she just snuck me out on that last wall walk. Um, she's like, I did not want to work that hard, which I mean, was like the resounding sentiment of the weekend. Like both her and Allison just, pushed me over my comfort zone. Um, and I hope that I did that to them. Like I, you know, I don't want it to be a cakewalk for her. I want her to have to work for it. If she's gonna, if she's gonna win, she's gonna push herself way harder than she expected. She had to, um, now she's I also like that Jamie, <laughs> that Jamie has some attitude to her. <laughs> And yeah. so let's, let's go there for a second. So leading up to the competition, you're nervous, you're inside your head, but the minute that three, two, one goes are, is the other Jamie, the one that comes out? Yeah. Yeah. And do you need the nervous energy going in 
to bring the monster out? I think so. I think if I'm too confident and calm, I just, I, I do what I did in Unforgiven and just like pace the workout and I don't, it's not the same intensity level. Yeah. I like that. So you can finish now with Amy. Um, well, and like age is no excuse, but she just turned 35. Like, I mean, she, so, and I'm 39. So I don't know if I can maintain that, like get better. At this point, can I get better enough to keep up there? I don't know. Um, and I don't know if that's even like, even the goal. Um, I'm sure that's one of the things you want to ask is what the goal is. And all along this year of 39 was supposed to be spent. Um, not like I was going to do this workout, but not really going for, I'd probably do the open, but that's about it. Um, and like spending an entire year trying to get stronger because that's such a gaping hole so that when I'm 40, it's not really, it's not really a question. So I, I feel like at this point I have my eyes on all the 40 year olds and that's where I'm trying to be better than, um, I, you know, I still did individual quarterfinals for the open. So it's, that's tough to say that like, I don't compare my, like, it doesn't matter that she's 35. It doesn't matter that they're 20. I'm still like extremely competitive and want to see where I stack up against everyone. Um, so but yeah, she is insane. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Um, but everyone's beatable. Well, let's. I love that. I love that, Jamie. Come on, bring her out. So, but it's, it's, gosh, it's got to give you so much confidence that even though she put up an impressive weekend, you were right there. You were right there in some of the workouts. You were right there. And she is four years younger than you. Right. And so, although the smart thing is probably back off this year and get stronger, yeah. there's got to be a lot of competitiveness in you that would, because it would be so rewarding to at 39 make the games. For sure. Right. In your last year in that division is when you make the games. Because a lot of, and, and I love the Masters divisions, but a lot of Masters athletes play for those first couple years in each division. Yep. So if you're the outlier that can, can do it at the top end, that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Especially in 35 to 39. It's insane. I really, really hope they reassess that division and put it back to 20, 20 people. I think, first of all, I just think 10 is, it's just not the same. Like I would have been disappointed if this competition had 10 or 15 athletes. It's not the same. You don't, you just don't get that like separation of points. Um, it makes things, I don't know. I just, I don't like the really small field. Yeah. I, I truly feel the age groups need to have their own thing. Mm-hmm. And Which this make- is kind of coming out to be right feel like that's right. what they're trying to step into. Yeah. Yeah. I have lots of thoughts there. We're going to have plenty of time to discuss that. So you brought up Allison. <laughs> or have the two of you become arch rivals? Because you went toe-to-toe at MFC. 
very hard fought battle. You edged her out there. Another hard fought battle this last weekend and you edged her out again. Um, I don't, is, I don't is think she gonna so. Tanya Harding you. No, I no way. <laughs> she is like the sweetest human ever. Like I, and I, when I looked and saw that I got second, I, it is like excited as I was, I was heartbroken for her. Um, and I, and I felt like she, I don't, I don't I even know. I don't know. Cause I do feel like I deserved it, but I felt like she deserved second. So I was like, Oh no. Like, cause I know how I felt just wanting to make sure I got third. So if like she had gone into that, like, Oh, I just, just hold on a second. And then to not do that. Like I can't even imagine. Um, she, she's, she's so amazing. Uh, she's, she did say afterwards, like, you know, and I said that, like, I felt terrible. She was like, don't feel terrible. Like it's, she's aware that she has like the couple holes in her game of gymnastics. So I mean, it's probably it, that probably lights a fire under her to like shore up some of those some of those weaknesses, um, so that this doesn't happen again. Yeah, the the first Jamie came back out. We we like the monster better. <laughs> well, I I mean I really like, and I'm pretty quiet back there. I always feel bad because like some of them are so talkative. Um, I. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm quiet back there and they're all talking, talking about their kids. Um, and I do feel like, like, I feel like Allison's one I got to know most the rest of them. I don't feel like I talk to that much. Um, so I just, I just really like her. I, so it's hard. <laughs> I think we all have that person in the gym that pushes us to that next level. And it doesn't mean you can't be friends. It's just, you know, like, like I had a guy when I first started CrossFit that he could outrun me. I could outlift him. And I knew that I had to fly through the lift to get him on the run. Right. Like mm -hmm. it just, and it pushes you to be better. And it's not like it kind of was an arch enemy, but we were friends outside the gym. Right. Um, totally. I think it's healthy to have that. Yeah. I mean, I, I do think that's sort of what I'm missing is like a training partner or just like somebody to like one of my bigger like gripes with the season is um, and probably why I'm always so in my head and trying to figure things out is because I tr like I truly don't know where I'm at or where other people are at. Like I see these scores in the qualifier and sometimes I'm like, what? And then, and like, and then I go see them live and I'm like second when I would have been like 10th in the online qualifier, like things just don't like, I, I wish they would go back to um, videos posted with the score because what we're missing at this stage for the masters, we don't get a live semifinal. Um, so other than seeing nine, only nine 35 year olds went to the games. 10 didn't, 10, the 10th one didn't show up other than trying to find their footage and watch those nine athletes. And then seeing these athletes here at legends or masters fitness collective, I have no idea where I stack up with people. I see a couple scores in leaderboards, but 
you don't get to assess people's movement or like how they break this up. Like what pace did they go at here? Did they do everything unbroken? And like, I'm, I'm super type A with that. Like I analyze every workout before I go into it. I'm like, this is the absolute best score that could happen. And there's scores that I see that I like can't fathom. And I, I want to be able to see what they did. Like, how did they get that so that I can adapt my training? Um, and, and like, you get like people like Frazier who talk about how he never shared scores, never shared anything. And I get that. But like, how does the sport grow if people don't see each other moving and completing workouts. Yes. Frazier always said he didn't compare scores and he didn't put out workouts and all that stuff, but his open workouts are out there on video. Right. Are required oh, to be. Well, right. yeah, but a lot of people keep them private. So even when I go look at like the leaderboard for legends qualifier, I think I could see like four people's videos. I mean, it should just be a, like that page should have it same with the open that I feel like it should go back to, you should be able to see everyone's video. And I think they should, I think should, they should utilize the community again and go back to the, the judges cert meaning something a little bit. I mean, it's not going to be the end all be all, but people will pay for it. They'll go on, they'll look at videos and help the community. You know, if something gets more than 50% down votes, then somebody at HQ can go review it and be like, Oh yeah. Oh, we got to fix, we got to penalize this one or Nope. We think it's great. Um, but I just think being totally transparent with some of those workouts is can only be better for the community. So I will say, I will say this so you don't have to. The masters divisions leave themselves open for more cheating because of the sheer volume of masters athletes doing the open every year. Yep. And because of that sheer volume, you can't get through that many videos in a short, in the short amount of time that the open is taking place. Yep. So the only I, and way I get to it. correct it, the only way to correct it is to, if you have a top 50 score, you have to make your video public or you're removed or your score is removed from the leaderboard. Right. You should be videoing them anyway, right? So you should be able to share it if you got to talk. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. Mine are all public. People can go look at everything and judge the crap out of me. Right. You were, you were the only way I could watch Thursday and Friday. Cause your husband was my, um, my commentator, my cameraman, <laughs> all the above. Yeah, uh, that's the only way I could watch was on your YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, and I, I actually was going to try to stream some more. I got one of the forty to forty fours on there, but uh, yeah, I should have I should have recorded more because I didn't. We didn't know that going in that Thursday and Friday weren't going to be recorded or streamed like at all. So we were not prepared for that. I would have brought like a tripod or something for him. He gets super stressed about videoing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. Listen, tell them anything is better than nothing. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. I was just glad I got to watch some of it. Good. So now I'm going to get to Elisa's question. And that is, you did the MFC, you did Legends. The two events, where did you have more fun? Um, hmm. 
Hmm. That's a good question. Because, and I'll, I'll just fill in some space here. Rumors that I have heard in the past are if Masters was to have its own competition, it would be one of the two. Um, so I don't, so I don't ever want to talk bad about a competition. I will say I felt like last year's legends was a better production. Um, and I don't know if that was because of the, I mean, it probably was a function of the tighter space being at like, it was awesome being at Mayhem. I've never been there. That was super exciting. But go like you could tell um, based on programming a little bit. And with that, like AM is this group, PM is this group that they were in the shorter workouts like that. It was just you were pigeonholed into what was happening. Um, and then to not broadcast at all on Thursday and Friday, return like my husband, like we on Thursday when we were there, he was like, this is like a local comp at home. Like this doesn't feel, he didn't go to, he didn't go to California last year. So he didn't quite get to experience that. that. And and I think I had talked it up so much and he, he was able to watch those live streams that he was like, what? Like the announcing isn't great. These people are just kind of out on the floor, just working out. It doesn't even seem like a comp is going on. Um, so I felt um, I don't know, like Thursday and Friday felt slightly underwhelming. Um, Saturday and Sunday were great. Like having that live stream, having those counters there, it definitely upped the professionalism of the event. Um, and I, I heard some grumblings that like maybe the older crowd, so that I don't think the older crowd got on the live stream on Saturday. So that then that's kind of why like my, my time was different on Sunday. Um, they, it sounds like they, shuffled the older crowd into the middle so that they could like be on the live stream on Sunday. Um, so I don't know. I just think things meet. I don't know what the plan was there or, or if they were late, I thought I'd heard that maybe they just couldn't get the feed running Saturday morning. And that's why the older crowd didn't get broadcast. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think you need four days because I think, overall volume and recovery is one of the biggest things to test. Um, so in that, in that vein, I prefer legends because they give you the four days. Also, there was like 11 or 12 workouts last year at legends. And I think that was a function of having the whole day and being able to go through. So we, I think we had two days of three workouts. We only had the one day of three workouts this year. Um, so, you know, I just, I'm somebody who wants more. So I would, I would have liked another workout or one more longer workout. Um, but they both did great. I of course love the programming at Masters Fitness Collective, but I, you know, I do think that programming in general for legends was, I'm sure there's going to be somebody who complains, well, there wasn't something heavy enough. Um, but you can't, I mean, that deadlift was pretty heavy and that front squat was pretty heavy. I heard a lot. I did hear a lot of people say like, it's a heavy barbell. Um, sure. There wasn't a one rep max, but I think it would have been 
I'm guessing the reason there was no one rep max is because of the format, the setup in that gym. It was a very small, very small warm up area. And you were only like kind of given it, it didn't get adhered to so much, but had it been a one rep, I think it would have been adhered to more. Um, you were supposed to only go in there like 30 minutes before your heat time and start warming up. So I can only imagine people trying to warm up for a one rep and then jump on the floor. Um, and I, and I always think, especially for like 50 and over that it's like, do we need to see them like m trying to get this snatch up and like possibly hurt themselves? Like, I, I don't think it's the greatest programming to do one reps for that age. Um, so I, you know, I was thankful. What was that? I'm 50 and over. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's cause in my mind, I'm telling you, I think I'm like 25. So I just, <laughs> Those old, those old yeah. people. <laughs> it's the only, it's the one trick I got. Jamie, you can't take it away from me. That half the game is just out, outlasting everyone, right? That's what I tell Jim. You just keep showing up. You just, you stay alive and keep moving. You're, you'll be up there. <laughs> All right. So, so production wise. All right. So we have the two comps, right? Got, they both, I have so many questions. I'm trying to sort it out. So I've been to Mayhem. It was hard to see. They had it so kind of disguised. It was hard to see where they put everything, even if you've been there before. So it looked like the Endless Ergs were in their new Mayhem athlete area. Yes. That is correct. Then there was another floor in the main area. Was it off the turf and closer to the um balcony like thing um so the balcony would have been where the cameras were so like where we did okay. rope climbs were like the absolute opposite side so if you were doing a rope climb and and like facing out you've been facing the balcony um okay. so yeah it was just off the turf that turf was basically open for like sitting um and that's where all the athletes like had their bags and stuff so basically like if you weren't competing or you were there earlier and you were just kind of sitting and resting you were over on the turf um and then there was a small almost like a cool down area a small rig with like five or six assault bikes well they were like the air assault bikes um just outside so just in front of that just outside of the coffee shop and that was sort of like a little cool down area and then like and then it was just like fenced off for the main floor and that's where you would have saw saw the workouts that were for coverage like Gran Torino and Unforgiven um yeah so for when the mayhem when they held the mayhem classic the floor ran start lot well there were stands against the coffee shop oh okay and then and then with like a little walkway to get up to the loft or the balcony. Okay. And then the start line was in front of the stands and went down, not all the way to the wall, but probably 25 meet, meters short of the wall. Um, was that similar or different? No. So that would have been turned 90 degrees. Okay. So you were going toward the turf and where you put instead of up against the coffee shop, you were up against the balcony to the wall. Yeah. Well, 
So that was sort of the walkway. Under the balcony was the walkway. Um, so that would have been the start line. Okay. And then you went back yeah. towards the wall. So yeah. They, yeah. So it's an L and they were in the different part of the L than they were for mayhem. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sure this is riveting conversation for people who've never been <laughs> to mayhem. <laughs> so we'll move on from that. That was just my own edification. Um, so you win masters fitness collective. You come in second at legends Com other than Allison, a pretty diverse group of athletes at the two comps. What do you feel prouder of? Um, I would say legends. Yeah. I think, I think it was a little bit stiffer competition at legends. Yeah. Slightly deeper. I, I thought you would say that, that the second means more than the first at masters fitness collective, because I watched you on Savon this weekend and you called legends the first big comp that you podiumed well, at. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess I don't know why I said that. Cause I, I feel like masters fitness collective is big. I guess I think, I just think it doesn't attract and I don't know why there just doesn't seem to be quite as many 35 to 39 year old, like top, top end that come. Um, yeah, you still get like games so athletes in 40 to 45, just they don't come for 30 to five to 39. You got the male champ in 35 to 39. You just didn't in the female. So it's like so hit or miss. Yeah. It's really hard to understand. Yep. Um, so yeah, that, that's what I wanted to know. Like, what was a bigger win for you? And, um, so that's awesome. So you said that initially you were just going to do the open and then kind of shut it down and get stronger for next year. After going through these comps, is that still your plan? Um, so I guess <laughs> I, I'm going to, I think I'm going to like still like focus on strength. I'm going to like, but I'll still go through the open. And so because for me program, it's so programming dependent, I feel like not giving, like not giving it a shot, depending on what the workouts are, is just dumb, you know? Cause like, what if it's yeah. the year that they're like perfectly programmed for me? Well, you should have done it. So. True. Yeah. Plus we have an announcement to make at the end of this. So I have a question from Kenneth DeLapp. Uh, hopefully I said that right. What is Jamie's celebratory ritual meal? And do you, what do you do after finishing second place? Um, I wanted to, so I usually go get steak and I got steak in California last year after the last day and we got steak, um, this this year um i'm i'm not uh yeah probably just like steak um and what was the other question and what do you do after finishing second place oh we nothing i mean we just we ate and went back to back to bed basically um we had to drive home on so i would say and i 
I've cut back, but I used to be a pretty big drinker. Um, and we, we went, we had some drinks last year after the comp was over in California. Um, but I didn't have any drinks this year because we had to get up in the morning pretty early and drive home. Cause it's like a 10 hour drive home. Plus we lose an hour. So we left at like, I think we were on the road at eight and got home at like seven fifteen PM. Um, but yeah, normally I'd probably, if I would have had some free time, I would have gone over. I've never been to Nashville and I'm a huge country fan. So I would have probably gone over and hit some bars and partied it up. Done that a time or two. <laughs> I know I need to go to Nashville. <laughs> um, so the seven podcast group, the, the chat group that you have become such a part of, how crazy is it that you are dialing in to Savon in the mornings before your competition? <laughs> it is insane. Like driving over, um, I like put him in my phone or whatever. And my phone comes up on the screen driving over. So we had the maps up or whatever. And like his name comes up and my husband's driving and like looks over and he's like, Oh, you just get texts from Savan now. <laughs> it is mind boggling. Um, and they're just, they, they message me all the time and they're like, they're so supportive. Like it's insane. Um, and I know I need to do a better job of believing in myself because they believe in me so, so much. It's, it's crazy. I'm very thankful for them. Cause I just feel like I don't have, I don't like, I, one of the things I want you, I was watching with Sydney McLishan, like in her talking about like the coaching staff and having all this, like, I'm so curious, like what um, these like higher end athletes do like, how do they get there? Like, I, I just, I can't afford a one-on-one -on -one coach and I don't know how else to have somebody in my corner who truly believes in me and like talking me through some of this stuff. It's just constantly my own, in my own head. So like, it's, I just don't know how people get there. Like, you know, I just, but these, they, my little Savan group believes in me. So that's going to have to be enough for now. I think doing what you're doing right now is getting you to a place where maybe you won't have to pay, but it's, it's doing the work, which you're doing. And I think that's why people are attracted to your story so much because you weren't a name in the individual division. You put in the work and got here and the, the comments that are coming in right now, just so you know, she's our champ. We love you, Jamie. We all believe in you, Jamie. We're all here for you. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> They're sweet. Um, it's th those are all the stuff that are coming. Um, you just keep putting in the work and could keep putting in these performances and it's all going to happen. Like, and I, I just think it's like, I have goosebumps right now. Your story oh is so cool that, that you have done this. Elise has another question. Let's, let's get to not crying for a minute. Okay. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite cut of steak and your favorite place to get it? Um, so I like filet. My favorite meal, what I always pick for my birthday um, is there's a place here called Yukai. Um, and it's just a hibachi grill basically. Um, and I always get the filet and the scallops. 
and it comes with the rice and everything in. So now I go from goosebumps and crying to my mouth watering. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I love hibachi so much. I mean, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before the hour's up, and I know you have you have kids to deal with here in a couple minutes. So I want to make an announcement that Jamie is going to join us for the next season. And that's why I want to know, are you, you going for it or are you, you taking a step back? Because uh, our podcast is going to follow Jamie through every step of the season, her and her training partner, Jim. And I'm going to even go up to East Lansing or Lansing uh, for one of the events, probably quarters. I'm guessing we'll talk about like logistics, but uh, to hang out with Jamie to get some footage. She's going to get some footage for us. Uh, we're going to talk to her after every step each week of the open through the quarterfinals, through semis and all the way to the games, hopefully. And her and Jim and just follow that story uh, from beginning to end, wherever it goes, whatever it means. And knowing that ultimate goal is when she turns 40. Right. We'll see what, we'll but, see how far I can make it this year. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm super competitive, so I'm going to give it my all, all the way through. Yeah. I'm super stoked. Uh, I'm gosh, like I'm late to this seven one group, but I love these guys. And uh, it's been so much fun hanging out with you and getting to watch you every week. There was a quick question about your steak. How do you take it? Uh, medium or medium rare. Okay. Yeah, I like Bruce it pretty was asking rare. It depends on which Jamie. The humble Jamie <laughs> takes it medium. The monster takes it rare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, I'm so stoked uh, and to get to hang out with you next season uh, and watch you the whole way through. And gosh, I hope it turns out where we get you the whole way to the games. That would be awesome. And hopefully the crew will come with us. Heck uh, yeah, they all better be there. Because <laughs> it's, it's a short drive for you right now. I know. And that's the other thing. Like if I was ever going to make it, I want to make it when it's still in Madison. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, with that, if you liked what you saw, hit that like button, uh, subscribe to the channel and make sure you hit the notifier. So you're the first to know when new episodes come out and we will see you next time on the Clydesdale media podcast.